Welcome back, everyone, to Debate the Pantheons. My name is Tristan. My name is James. And today we'll be talking about Dionysus, the god of wine coolers and frats. He is the god of wine, fertility, parties, pleasure, and theater. Tell me more, James. So, a little disclaimer. If we sound a little irritated or tired, we recorded this entire episode already. <laughs> and the it, it was really good. It was so And then good. it turns out the recording did not pick up my voice. At so, all. Yeah, Zero. at all. It was just me. And when I tell you that episode was Yeah, very good. So we are going to attempt to recreate that episode. Oh and my so yeah, God. we're slightly irritated, but we're we are going to try. So Okay. So alright. I'm trying to remember Dionysus. Yeah, Dionysus. The god of wine coolers and frats. So, as always, we're going to start this from the beginning. Dionysus was the son of Simile and Zeus. And, ding, 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 Zeus actually asked for permission to be in this relationship. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't, like, tell her. He didn't lie to her. He didn't show up as an animal. He told Simile who he was the minute he met her. Yeah, he didn't take advantage. He didn't R-word. He didn't find his way into her house without her knowing or he being like, her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to... Z no, never mind. Yeah, no, I take that. Back. Yeah, no, <laughs> never mind. Bare minimum. Good job. Uh, so, Zeus is with Assembly, and obviously he told her who he was. And so, eventually, Hera found out. Yeah, you know her, you love her. The jealous, the justified lady who should be jealous, but, you know, horrible sucks. Person. And so, Hera finds out about this relationship, and she's like, hmm, I don't like this. And so, she decides to go down there and trick Assembly because she wants her dead. So... A little backstory in Simile, she's the daughter of Cadmus, who is a great hero, and the ex-goddess Harmonia, who is the goddess of harmony, and the daughter of, Aera, of Ares, the god of war, and Aphrodite, the goddess of love. And you may think, oh, these things don't, war and love don't make sense, but actually they do, if you look more into it. So, you know, fun fact. And I say ex-goddess, because her father Ares turned her into her and Cadmus into mortals, and then eventually snakes, because she sided with Cadmus against her father. And so, yeah, fun fact about that. And so, anyway, back to Hera. Hera disguises herself as Simile's older ba old babysitter when she was a baby. And and so she does this to, like, kind of trick Simile. She's like, oh, remember me? I used to change your diapers. Remember me? And so Simile's like, yeah, I remember you. Yeah, what's up? Come inside. And so Hera, like, starts off being all cordial. And then she's like, so, I heard about some guy you've been saying, hmm? <laughs> oh, and Simile's like, God. yeah, you know, he's a great guy. He gives me all this stuff. I'm also pregnant. Oh. And so Hera's like, oh, you're pregnant. <clears throat> but obviously she's a babysitter, so she can't be like, that's my husband. So she's like, oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm, through like gritted teeth. And so she's like, well, you know, if Zeus really loved you, he'd show you his true godly form. You should be able to see him in all his amazing <coughs> treating. I mean, I mean, loving self. Uh. And so Simile's like, but like, won't I die? And Hera's like, you're a you're a tim you're a daughter of a goddess if if you're if you're truly in love with zeus and if he truly loves you he'll honor this wish make sure he promises too so simile tells zeus when he comes visiting she's like promise on the river sticks which is a binding oath even for gods that you will do anything for me it doesn't matter what it is and zeus is like yeah anything and he's like oh she's gonna make me buy her like a new ring or something or like give her money or something like that something simple but she's like, show me your true form, your true godly form. And Zeus is like, my, 
My, my what? what? Why? Why do you want that? Who told? Why would you want that? You're gonna die. And she's like, I can take it. If you love me, you will do it. You promise. And so he's like, maybe she's a she's a demigod. Maybe she's able to do it. Hey, you never know. Long story short, she does not. She cannot handle it. She vaporizes and she dies while pregnant. Out of thin air. But out of thin air. Zeus is just so cheating and magnificent, you know. His cheating aura just burns any woman that he sees. Yeah. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> and so, she vaporizes, but the baby inside of her lives. And so, this baby is named Bacchus, meaning the noisy one. Because he was a loud baby when he cried. And so, this kid was not ready to be born. So, this is like, okay, obviously, this kid is he's still premature, so... Let me think, what should I do? I could maybe just, like, you know, age him up, make him, like, a, make him older or something. Or, you know, like, or I can shove him in my right thigh and wait till he's born. Which option do you think he went with? Mm. Shoving the kid into his thigh until he was ready to be born. So Bacchus was forced to be made in Zeus's thigh. And so, when... So, as time goes on, Bacchus is eventually born, and Zeus takes him out of his thigh. That is such a weird sentence. Mm-hmm. And, Hermi- and he gives him to Hermes, who brings him to Simli's sister. And so, Bacchus is raised by his aunt Eno and Uncle Athamas. And so, Zeus tells them, raise him as a girl to throw Hera off his scent. And this isn't... I don't really understand how that would trick Hera, but okay. And so, Hera finds out like who he is eventually, and where he lives, and she's like, Okay. I'm going to go kill him. I'm going to go kill this kid because I can't take out my anger on Zeus, so I'm going to take it out on this innocent little kid. Because, you know, Hera's great. He's such a good person. Yeah, I love her. He gets her anger out on the correct people. Yeah, she's so healthy. Woo! So healthy. And so, she goes down to Earth, but Zeus finds out that she kind of caught wind of, like, where Bacchus was, and he turns Bacchus into a goat to hide him. And when you think about it, why didn't he turn the aunt and uncle into goats too to like save their lives? But I guess they're like they're not worth it, man. That's so messed up. But okay. And so Hera, realizing that Box isn't there, decides to take out her anger on Box's aunt and uncle, and causing them to murder their sons because she inflicts them with madness. Athamas thinks that their older son Lyricos is a deer, and he shoots them with a bow and arrow. Eno becomes convinced that the youngest son, Melicurtus, needed a steaming hot bath, and she drowns him in boiling hot water. And the madness is lifted, and both of them realize what they did. And, like, this is so messed up. Like, imagine waking up from, like, almost a slumber, not even knowing what you did, and seeing, your, and seeing like, your murdered children right there, not knowing that you, and realizing that you were the one who killed them. That is, it's, it's sad, but that's... That's Hera for you. She's, she's great. What a lovely person. Yeah, she's great. She's uses her power for good. And so, they, realizing what they did, they both kill themselves and jump off, they jump off a cliff and kill themselves. Which makes sense, because honestly, I wouldn't want to be... I don't think I would be strong enough to take that either. So after this drama, Zeus, is, Zeus turns Bacchus into a human, and he's like, okay, I need somebody else to raise him. Because obviously Zeus is such a deadbeat, he can't even raise his own son, but you know, whatever, it's fine. And so, Bacchus... It's for the greater good. Yeah. And so, after, like, seeing Hera get, like, strike his uncle with madness, Bacchus kind of realizes that madness could be just as powerful as a sword, if not more. And he stores this information in the back of his mind, and he's like, 
I don't know. Food for thoughts. Mm. And so Zeus brings Bacchus to Mount Nyssa to be raised by nymphs, whom he, pros- whom he promised to be um, to make immortal. And they, any, I mean, I would take that deal too. Like if Zeus told me all I need to do is raise this random kid, whom like okay, like I'm also protected by Zeus, so like it's fine, and I'll be immortal after eight, bro. That's a good deal. Yes, sir. So Bacchus changes his his name is changed from. Bacchus to Dionysus, meaning the god of Nyssa. And they called him this because before they used to call him Dionysus, uh, Bacchus, the god, the son of the god Zeus, of the god of the sky who lived in Nyssus. <laughs> what did Mount you just Nyssa. say? That was his name. Say it again. Dionysus, uh, Bacchus, the son of the god Zeus, the god of the sky who lived on Mount Nyssa. <laughs> Alright, that was funny. That's when I first a tongue twister. Heard it. That is a tongue twister. And so, as Dionysus grows older, he learns that he has the power to make drinkable liquid slash nectar from any plant, even twigs and weeds. And he's like, "Wow, this is this is a really good talent." Like, imagine being stuck in a desert, right? And all you had, all you see is like a tumbleweed. Maybe he could literally break that and like make juice out of that, wow. and you'd be able to survive. And I'm like, "Wow, huh? That's really cool." So he became pretty popular like that. It was more like a party trick. It wasn't anything like fancy you'd expect. Which doesn't make sense because I'm like, how did he get that from being a son of Zeus? But you know, whatever. Like that, that make it make sense. But okay. Make so, yeah. And so Dionysus is one day he's out with his satyr friend Ampelos. And when he spots a vine in a tall tree and for some reason, this vine is just calling his name. It, it's like, it, it's like, it's mesmerizing him. It's something. He realizes that it's something powerful. This is he needs this vine, and so he tries to climb the tree, but it he can't climb it because he has human feet, loser. And so his satyr friend Ampelos, he's like, "Hey, I'll climb the tree for you, bro. I got it. Don't worry about it." And so he climbs the tree to get the vine, and he succeeds. But sadly, Ampelos falls on his way back down the tree and breaks open his skull, blood pouring out. Okay, that's pretty gruesome. Yeah, I know. Uh, so Dionysus is so angry, so angry that his friend died just so he could get this one stupid vine. And he, and he looks at the vine and says, bear fruit. And with all his anger and sadness, this, the vine begins to shake. His Amplos' body, um, melts into mist and his blood mixes with the vine to become the very first grapevine made out of the, out of the blood and the spirit of Amplos. His friend's memory is now preserved in this grapevine. And he and he swears that he will turn this grapevine into something that will honor his friend's sacrifice and will make him make sure that he his sacrifice was not in vain. He will instead of being selfish and like keeping this vine to himself, he will make it what worldwide known. So he has to figure out what can he use this for. And so Dionysus crushes the grapes, leaves the juice out in the sun, and and creates something different, something that's not like any other juice that he's made from plants, because this juice. Ooh, gets you drunk, makes you uh, makes you happy, makes you giggly. Now, a little disclaimer: we are not saying to drink to make you happy because this is not healthy. Drinking no. is not good unless you are. I mean, like in moderation. Yes, drink in moderation. And kids, if you are, you should not be drinking. Yeah, twenty-one and up. We do not you're, like in England condone like, drinking under age. Yeah, wherever country you're in, doesn't matter. Well, I mean, I mean, okay, uh. I mean, if you're in Mexico, you can drink at 18. Well, yeah, that's different. Well, I mean, like, whatever the age of consent is. Yes, what he said. Yeah. 
so Dionysus creates this and he's like, Oh, this is really good. This is this is something amazing. So he shares it with his um foster mother who's a nymph, uh Ambrosia. And so she's like, Son, this is amazing. You gotta you gotta give this to people. So he gives it to all the other nymphs and satyrs. And from now on I'll be calling them dryads. Dryads meaning forest um spirits, which is what these nymphs were. They lived in the forest. And water nymphs would be um naiads, which are river spirits. And they are all women. Satyrs are like supposedly supposed to be the male counterpart, but I just like to think of satyrs as just satyrs. They're just satyrs. There's nothing nature spirity about them. They're just wild party animals. And so they realize they're like, this is amazing. You are nobody can make this like unless they were a god. Mm-hmm. You're the god of wine. And he's like, hey, I mean, if 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 that's what they're saying, I mean, hey, if that is that what they're saying, that's what they're saying. Hey, man, I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> so, so they start drinking this wine to get happy, and they start partying. Obviously, they maybe didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, there's hangovers, but maybe they they didn't know it was worth it. I guess is that good? Yeah, it it was good wine, and so. The thing, why now you're probably thinking to yourself, why is wine so important? Like, it's just wine. You have to think about it. Back in the day, back then, there was only two type of drinks. Water and milk. Milk spoils. There was no refrigerator. So, like, also, if you're lactose, you're screwed. And so, the other thing was water. But, like, water, there's no purification. So, you didn't know if this was, like, clean water. So, you could get, like, dysentery and, like, die from, like, over diarrhea and stuff like that. And also just poison yourself. Dysentery. Dysentery, yes. Sorry. Uh, diarrhea disease and so yeah and so yeah dinosaurs mm-hmm. diarrhea disease in itself oh i mean explosive diarrhea probably let's not talk about diarrhea yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh so yeah dinosaurs starts getting the go- getting called the god of wine now this is where the story starts to get a little interesting Dionysus gets convinced by the nymphs and the satyrs that, yeah, I, you should promote this Dionysus. You need to bring this to the world. The world deserves to know wine. Go wine. Woo. So Dionysus is like, eh, if that's what you guys are telling me to do, I'm going to do it. And so he gathers all his follower, his new followers who worship wine in him. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to promote this everywhere. everywhere. So the first kingdom it goes to is the kingdom of Lycurgus. Oh, I no. this. Yeah, well, it's like we just talked about. It's crazy. Uh, you might want to slow like, down, James. We're already we're only fourteen minutes in. I'm sorry. If this episode is shorter, I, I, I'm sorry, people. We'll we'll make a longer episode next next week. Yeah, we'll we'll come back we, to Dionysus. Yeah, we are tired, and we'll talk about some stuff that we left out. We we are so. Tired. You know what? We'll just post some Dionysus memes. Yeah, later. we'll post Dionysus memes, and maybe we'll. Get Connor to comment on one of our posts or something. Huh. <laughs> we'll tell Connor to put a fun fact about him. <laughs> Did you know? Yeah, cause <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Oh my god, we are. This was a lot. We had uh, anyway. Uh, so the thing about Lycurgus, he was a plain evil man. Now there's evil men in the world. There's evil people in the world, like some people who like bullies. This man was evil. No redeeming qualities. Doesn't matter. He wasn't troubled. He didn't have like a troubled past or something like in a Disney movie. No, this dude was just a douche. Mm. And so he had a whip, a ten foot whip made of black leather with spikes on the end. And he used to hit small animals and even sometimes his own servants for his own amusement. And 
Dionysus didn't know this, so when he entered his palace, he was preaching about wine, and he was like, he was with all his Seder friends, and he was like, hey, my, my bro, you, you ever heard about wine? And the king's like, what's wine? And he's like, it's, you know, it's this new drink that I made, hey, you want to try it? Oh, you gotta, oh, you want to know how to make it? It gets you drunk? Hey, what is getting drunk? Getting drunk is the best thing you will ever experience. There's no repercussions. Yep. And the king's like, mm, that doesn't sound <laughs> no right. No repercussions. It, no repercussions. That's funny. And the king's like, hmm, that sounds interesting. But no, because I'm a douche. And so Dionysus, he's like, what do you want in exchange for how to make wine or whatever? And Dionysus is like, just make me a, tor- just make me a temple. All I ask for is a temple. And the king's like, a, te- a temple? You want me, the king, to make you a temple? Who are you? A man who could just make wine? I don't think that's worth a temple, buddy. And he's like, you know what? Actually, sure, I'll make you a temple. I'll, I'll make you anything. Psych. And so the king proceeds to kill Dionysus' friends with the whip. Uh-huh. And sadly, his own foster okay, mother, Ambrosia. I just, just want to say this. This story is going to be sad, no matter what it is. Yeah. No matter how short or how long we make this, this story still, is really sad. Still kind of sad. And sadly, Dionysus' own foster mother, the woman who raised him since he was three years old or four, I'm not sure the age, she dies in front of him. Dionysus has yet again lost somebody that is close to him, somebody who raised him. Even though his mother Simile didn't raise him, he lost her. His aunt and uncle, he lost them. His cousins, he lost them to his aunt and uncle who were cursed with madness. And now the mother who raised him longer than anybody else has died in front of him. This is enough to break any man, any person in general. Dionysus flees. He jumps out the window into the ocean. Just, he's given up. He has no, he has no, he doesn't know what to do. He can't do anything. He's just, he thinks to himself, I'm just a guy who makes wine. What can I do? He's, obviously, jumping into the ocean is fatal. But he's saved by Thetis, one of the 50 Nereids, the most beautiful nymphs in the sea. and. Thetis is tells Dionysus, she's like, why are you so down? What, why, why, are you, why are you, as a son of Zeus, letting this man put you down? And Dionysus is like, he has, he has weapons, he has a whip, what am I going to do? He killed my mother, I have nothing, I couldn't even save her, I couldn't save my friend, I couldn't save anybody. I'm weak. And Thetis tells him, Dionysus, he may have a whip, he may have weapons, but you have power. You have a weapon inside of you as well. Use it. Dionysus takes this advice to heart. He exits that ocean with newfound power. Most believe this is when Poseidon, when Dionysus became a god. I don't think this is when, I don't want to say that this is when he became a god. I think this is when he gained confidence in himself. So in his head, he was a god. He was embracing. He was, he was embracing the fact that he is the god of wine. He is, in his mind, a god. He's letting the people, the people who believe that he is a god, they believe in him, so he's about to believe in himself. He re-enters that palace with the confidence. And Larkurgus looks at him and he's like, What do you want? I already got your I already got all your followers. You lost. Your mother's dead. I throw away your body, all that. You're you're nothing. You are alone. Dionysus tells his tells Lycurgus with newfound confidence in his voice. Let my surviving followers go. Or I will curse your kingdom by making it unable to bear fruit or any plants. I will strike your kingdom with famine. They will starve. Your people will die, and eventually so will you. And like Kyrgyz is like, I have food. I will survive. My, I don't care about my people. And Dionysus says, you think that's all? I will curse you with madness so crazy that you will regret any, 
everything that you do when you awake from it. Dionysus is threatening the king with madness, remembering what Herod did to his uncle, remembering how much it affected them to the point where they killed themselves from it. And the king is like, okay, buddy, you're not about to do all that. You just make wine. And then suddenly, his mind just snaps. His eyes glaze over. He looks at his son, Dryas. But standing in his place isn't his son. It's grapevines everywhere. Grapevines just crawling towards him, trying to suffocate him, trying to get him. And he's screaming, screaming, the grapevines, get him away, get him away, get him away, please. And he picks up an axe and starts chopping the grapevines, saying, Dad, why? What are you doing? The king not realizing that he's not chopping away at grapevine. That liquid is not wine. That is the blood of his son. He has chopped his son into pieces. Because he was struck with madness. Because he was too stubborn. To let Dionysus teach him about wine. Dionysus lifts that madness. And like Kyrgyz realizing what he's done. is just struck. He's just. He's. He's just shocked. He killed his son. For, and you realize. Dionysus used what he saw from Hera. He learned from Hera. He realized. Okay even though she did this to my loved ones. And I shouldn't use this power. This power is too Ama- too amazing, too overpowered to not use. I will use this for anybody who makes my people suffer, my followers, my family, my friends. I will make them suffer. I will make them realize all the pain and suffering that they did, but 10 times worse. Dionysus lifts the madness and like her, it just, oh my god, what, what have I done? My son is dead. And Dionysus tells Lycurgus' guards, until that king is removed, and when he means removed, he pretty much removes dead, means dead. And until that guy is dead, your kingdom will suffer from famine. All your people will die from starvation unless you kill that king. And eventually, after maybe two weeks, the royal guards march into the palace and capture Lycurgus. They tie his limbs to four horses and slap the horses and tell them to and have them run in opposite directions, tearing him apart. Fun fact. Well, not fun fact, but when you think about it, what I said before the whole thing didn't pick up your voice was in mythology there are well okay mythology this mythology greek was quote unquote created about 2700 years ago so that's about the same time that they use torture that way to kill their people who broke the law People who cheated, people who did things that they weren't supposed to according to their standards. That's what they used to torture and kill them. And that was their form of entertainment in history. And those will be in books. And if you look it up, there's a, there's a whole book of a book of torture in that day and age. And this is one of the things that actually happened and are also depicted in mythology. So that is one thing that is awesome about mythology is that's where the history comes out. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so yeah. Fun fact or not fun not so fun fact. No, not so fun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's he is killed. And Dinus is like, okay, well no hard feelings. Here's all your food back and have some wine. And so his, yeah, so the people are like, okay, well, you did kill our king, and like, we don't like him, so we're not particularly mad about that. So yeah, Dionysus goes on to spread his philosophy of wine, I guess you'd call it, and the secret of making wine to everybody. He became known for having some of the wildest parties where there were drunk people everywhere, and the parties tended to go crazy. 
There was you when you got drunk at Dionysus parties, you got to drunk. You barely remember what happened last night. You just woke you went to the party, woke up like maybe in a forest. You could have woken up like at the beach. You didn't even know what was going on. But it sounded fun. And me and Tristan kinda wanted to go to one of those, eh? You never know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, when we're of age. When, yes. I mean I mean I I guess I could probably go to one, but I won't really be able to drink. But um yeah. We'll talk. I, we were gonna talk. I kind of like talking about how we think the parties went, but I'll, we'll get to that when we're done. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. So, uh, fun fact about the people at these parties: Dionysus had a group of dryads called the Maenads, and they are—they were crazy. These were drunk, violent, crazy uh, dryads who loved to just tear stuff up and party and yeah and they were partiers they were the hype i guess you'd probably call them the hype people because they were devout followers of dynamics they hyped up all his parties if they weren't there hey the party was still going on but like it wasn't the same i'm just saying yeah another thing about Dionysus, he introduced tragedy and comedy in theater according to some myths so yeah you were also getting a show out of that drunk people going to a theater show what could go wrong and so Another thing about the, one last thing about this parties, you were either all in or you were all out. If you, if Dionysus, I, Dionysus didn't discriminate. Anybody could come to the party. He invited you. You can go, but if you refuse, you are not allowed to eavesdrop. Yeah, if you if you refuse, you refuse. You're not going. Yeah, like you're not. You can't eavesdrop or anything. You you missed your chance, unless you like went up to Dionysus and like, okay, we changed our mind. But like, if you didn't do that, like, yeah, you can't don't peek in. if you didn't want to go. You can't sneak in. But there's always that one idiot. Always. This idiot was a king named Pentheus. It's always these kings, man. Like, they're all kind of stupid. Seriously, I'm not going to lie. Like, like, this really makes... I mean, but Zeus is kind of stupid, so you can kind of guess. Like, I mean, no offense to any Greek people who are living out there. Might actually, you guys wouldn't... Yeah, <laughs> like, ancient Greece, they sucked up their leaders. <laughs> but, um... This king, Pentheus, Dionysus went to his kingdom and was like, Hey, I have wine. I have parties. You in or you out? And Pentheus was like... Eh, let me think about it. Like, like I, I, I would say no, but like I also want to say yes. But like you know, just give me a little bit. And Dionysus is like, okay, like I'll be out in the forest. Um, my offer still stands. Like, hey, come out there if you want to. It's gonna get crazy. It's gonna get crazy. I mean, but you don't want to go, so I mean, I like, you don't have to go. He's like, you know, see you later. We're gonna go have fun at this party. And so he did that on purpose to like kind of make the king like really want to go. But the king, being the idiot that he is, he doesn't just change his mind and be like, okay, yeah, can I go? He instead tries to eavesdrop on the party. And Dionysus immediately senses him, because by this time, I, I guess you'd say he's a god. And Di- uh, Dionysus senses him, and Pentheus falls out the tree, and he, like, and he stands back up, and Dionysus, Dionysus is like, oh, it's the king! Surprise, surprise! I see you, uh, I see you found our little fun party but uh the thing is buddy you didn't rsvp nor were you invited <laughs> we you declined our invitation so it looks like you are not supposed to be here you didn't answer the evite buddy and so dinus is like sick him and he, all his drunk followers start tearing him to pieces and i don't mean like his emotions are tearing to pieces. no this <clears throat> man is torn apart body parts everywhere but the sad part about this oh i hate this his own mother was the one of the people who tore him apart with glee Cause she was so drunk, yeah. 
She didn't even know, so I don't know what Dionysus was putting in that wine, but obviously it was strong enough to make somebody kill their But also, son. this was the same king that, you know, wasn't, like, whipping people, right? No, 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 okay. this is a different guy. Okay. No. This guy was just a guy who just declined the invitation and just still went like an idiot. Okay. And so, yeah, that's some of the stuff about Dionysus. Another thing that I'll be saying, I'm going to tell you that Dionysus was married. What? And he's one of the only people, one of the gods, I believe, who's, who I, who I, who most people would probably want to marry because he's actually a good guy. Now you might be thinking, oh, the drunk guy is actually a good guy. Yeah, he is. Because <laughs> yeah. Dionysus understand he's has those mortal ties. He has that idea of like mortal loyalty, I guess you'd say. So he doesn't mm-hmm. think of marriage as like something like, oh, you just throw it away. Like obviously, once he became a god, he like kind of got away because he could live forever. But, yeah. like, he was always nice to his wife, and his wife, like, didn't have a problem with it, because he wasn't, like, a... He was open about it. He didn't care. He's a party girl. Like, he's what you would expect a partier to be who was married. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you just get around. So, uh, how did he meet his wife, Ariadne? Well, Dionysus was asleep on the beach one day, when all of a sudden, he was... Well, he was hungover, and a group of pirates on a ship, they saw him, and they're like, whoa, this guy is pretty. He must be a prince. So the thing about Dionysus, mind he was Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I never mind. I was gonna, I was gonna jump on that. I was gonna be like, he wasn't handsome. Dionysus was pretty. And you might be like, okay, like so he looked like the Rock. No, Dionysus yeah. was more of like a he, Harry Styles baby like face. A, Very yeah, like he was a baby. He face. wasn't tough. He didn't look tough. He was yeah. He was like just, he was he was lean. He wasn't like particularly like muscular. He was just a lean guy with a baby face. And so they're like, okay, this guy with long hair, by the way. And so he, so these guys were like, oh yeah, he definitely has to be a Disney prince. A, a, sorry. Disney a prince, prince. A prince a in di- mythology. <laughs> a, a prince of like some kingdom. <laughs> and so they were like, yeah, let's kidnap him. And so they did. And they tried to tie him. But obviously these rope, you can't tie a god with some like trash rope. And so the navigator of the ship, he was like, okay, obviously this guy's a god. We can't like. Let's, let's just get rid of them. Like, come on, guys. We don't want to strike, like, any... We don't want to anger any gods. But they're like, oh, shut up. This guy can't be a god. Look at him. He doesn't even look muscular. What kind of god would this guy be? The god of looking pretty? And so... Yes. Dionysus... Yeah. <laughs> so Dionysus wakes up, and he's like, oh, my God, are you guys pirates? It's pretty cool. So hear me <laughs> out. Either you guys let me go. And we can all can be forgiven. I'll introduce you to wine. Or I can drive you insane and kill you. Which way do you want it? And what do you think they chose, Tristan? I think they were very... Um, I think they chose a very responsible thing to do. And they decided to be like, hey, I'll be nice. We'll let you go. And you can introduce us to wine and all of your very gracious items. That is not, this is not a Disney movie. They, in fact, <laughs> they were like, all right, yeah, we're about to fight you, bro. So Dionysus is like, okay, man, you know, I'm already hungover. So like, can we just end this soon? You're going to give me a headache. So they go for the attack. He summons a giant phantom of a panther, which is really cool when you think about it. And this panther, like, it just kind of scares them. It also I mean, it probably kills one of them. I'm not sure if it has like a physical, like it can touch, interact, but it scares them. Then he drives some of them insane. So they start killing each other. And then he strangles some with grapevines, as one does. And then the rest of them try to jump overboard. They're like, all right, man, I'm out of here. And Dionysus turns the one who jumped overboard. They, he turned them into dolphins. 
So there's pirate dolphins just going around like ar ar like stuff. Like, that was horrible. That, that you was... guys are obviously Tristan's jealous of like my rendition of a pirate. I would rather uh, cut that out. Nope, I we are leaving that in there. Don't care. Ouch. So my, <laughs> my dignity. So... <laughs> So anyway, so the navigator was the only person who stayed alive because he was trying to defend Dionysus, saying that this guy was obviously a god. Dionysus is like, so you you recognize my power, so I'm going to let you live. Just uh, drop me off of any island and like, no hard feelings, we're chilling. So Dionysus is like, I'll find my way back home. So the navigator drops him off on one island, on an island, and then immediately speeds away because he does not want to be here anymore. Because he's scared, obviously. This man's whole crew just like died or died. turned into dolphins. Yeah. So... Dionysus is wondering the island kind of thing about to like get back with his crew when he sees a woman on the beach crying sobbing and this woman is, is he's like why are you crying and he's like he's like what's your name and he said and she says I'm Ariadne and he's like what what's wrong and she said my husband Theseus he left me and he's like who would leave you because my god you are he's beautiful a, he's like yeah yeah <laughs> and so He's like, okay, well, he's a fool. And so she, he's like, you know what? When I become a god, I'm coming back and I'm going to marry you. And she's like, yeah, she doesn't really believe him because, you know, whatever. Like, who is this guy? And she's like, I mean, you are kind of pretty. You might be a god. And, uh, and, she, and so the thing about Dionysus, he keeps his promises. He didn't have to swear on the river sticks to, like, do this. He kept his promise. <clears throat> and so if, when he becomes a god, he ascends to Olympus. She ascends with him. And it's a beautiful thing. They ascend Whoa, together. Really? It's nice. Yeah. It's actually nice. He makes her immortal and all that. So he's becomes... not, he doesn't go to Olympus just to guard the gates? No. Unlike some people I know, but like some people might deserve it. <laughs> so yeah. That is honestly the end of that story. He becomes the last and final god, the 12th god of the council of the major gods. And yeah, Dionysus, the god of wine coolers and frats. Sorry like that story was a little shorter, but uh I feel like yeah, I feel like we're missing a few things. I don't know if we're Honestly, uh we talked about we hit every point, but I did not go in that much to I'm truly sorry, everyone. Like we This has never happened to us and like this is kind of a stress for us. Yeah. So we... kinda of new to that, so we didn't really know how to handle that. It's the first time it's happened, I'm pretty sure it's it's probably a very normal thing. It's technical difficulties. We didn't test anything. We just jumped straight into it and an hour into it and we're done. We figure out that his voice was not picked up whatsoever. <clears throat> and, and now we, yeah. Yeah, now we're starting over. And yeah, so sorry. If we this one was not as like hyped up, I understand if yeah. Yeah, sorry. But, um Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, we don't, we're still new to this. Questions? We uh, probably ask Connor for advice about that as well. <laughs> I mean, it's just a you mistake. Know, it wasn't really. That's all it yeah, was. it's just kind of. We'll make sure we test this eventually. But yeah, this is every time. Every progress. yeah, next for the next episodes from now on, we're gonna definitely test beforehand. Yeah, we did not. We missed. We, like we lost an entire episode. That really sucks. But yeah, it was a whole hour. But. Um, do you want to? Next episode would be way better. Yeah. Do you want to ask a few? Do you want to do the question asking like we did? Yeah, let's do a question. Just one. Uh, yeah, maybe two, possibly. Okay. <clears throat> do you want to ask it? Yeah, I'll ask. Do you think Hercules has a more tragic story than Dionysus? Uh, oh. <laughs> I 
feel that Dionysus um, handled it way better than Heracles did. Because, I mean, he had it way harder. I mean, I can't, I don't want to say way harder because killing your own family, your own child, your own wife is hard enough in itself. But also, he had anger built, built up, pent up, and he was already an angry person in the first place. And Dionysus was kind of, from what I know, just a very soft, normal, chill, laid-back, kind of just wants people to have fun type of person. Yeah. But in that, he had a lot of death in his in his life. You know, even just being a kid, having Hera on your tail the, the whole time is... Well, not the whole time, but having Hera on you... It's just not fun in the first place. And seeing people go mad, kill, and then kill themselves afterward is super, super traumatizing. Yeah, I agree. So, I feel like Hercules... I don't know. Like, Hercules obviously killed his own family, so that's already traumatizing. But yeah. he was so angry. Like, he was already angry before that. See, we can't blame everything on Hera. And unlike him, I think Dionysus is, like, the total opposite of Hercules. He, instead of, like, taking out his anger on everybody, he only took out anger on people that hurt the people that he loves. Instead of being selfish and, like, just being, killing anybody and everybody. Yeah, or if you did the wrong thing, then... Obviously. Yeah, like, he... And he was ready to forgive. He let the navigator live because he recognized who he was and he didn't wasn't rude. He didn't kill everybody. Mm -hmm. Unlike Hercules, who probably would have killed the navigator just because he was the one on the ship as well so yeah he would have killed also Hercules sucks at like having a wife he also sucks at, so, you know <laughs> but and I I also really like the fact that Dionysus kind of just well actually I think that's gonna be your second question too go ahead ask me the second one. ask me the second question or if you if you have another one honestly I forgot what were you gonna say um I was gonna say that um, I really like how Dionysus kind of just turned everything that happened to him into something else. You know, he, that's like the inspirational thing. Like, that's something that is very inspirational about Dionysus. You know, he had a lot of hardship and then found himself in that and became something much more than what Heracles did. Both having the same or more or equal amount of trauma, but Dionysus came out way differently. At least from what I've I've heard. Um, I really hope Connor doesn't have a second story or another version, which he probably will. But right hopefully now, it's not as depressing. Yeah, hopefully it's not as depressing. But from from this aspect, Dionysus turned everything he saw learned into something good you know he did it for himself he he got confidence from it he believed in himself and he actually stepped up to someone because of it you know yeah that's what i like about him Please. so yeah uh i agree with everything you said there you know um, anything is there anything not else? gonna lie nah no I uh, I got sense, man. I'm sorry. It's just uh, irritating. 
Yeah, this was very irritating, especially that episode. Uh, like, I know you guys won't be able to hear it, but it was so, it was gold, I'll be honest here. It was really That's what, Like, we lost a lot of steam. Yeah, that was a whole hour. We're going on just about 40 minutes right now. It's about to be 40 minutes. And the so, last episode was a solid hour. It was so solid. We had all of, because everything was so new, we had everything set up for you guys. It was, it was funny, it was everything, but it's, it happens tech problems are we're still relatively new to this so this is it happens we learn from it we learn from mistakes we learn to like check before we record and we're well we we will be back way better with an episode um like a way better episode for you guys one thing we need to um add in there which we did the last well oh our schedule schedule yep so as you guys know i know on our twitter we were saying like oh yeah we're gonna be talking about persephone and hades we decided, no, we're going to make that our first October episode to start off the spooky season. Yep, we so, are. Yeah. We, we, I, I really wanted, I was trying to push this as much as I could, but I wanted to keep Hades strictly for October. I didn't want any Underworld um, happening this month. I wanted everything Underworld to be strictly on October, so... That's what happened. That's why we're talking about Dionysus today. We were about to talk about Hades and Persephone today, but nope. We flipped the switch last second, literally the last second before we started recording, the last recording, and we started talking about Dionysus. Yeah, so we will be talking about Persephone and Hades in the next episode, and also going to depth about uh, Underworld and like what that means, mm-hmm. and a little bit about like why... There is no heaven, technically, in mythology and stuff like that. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. And all of October, we will be talking about different underworlds. Different and also, like, pantheons. other, like, scary stories. Yeah. Because we are debate the pantheons, and we have been talking about Greek mythology for a while, so it's time we switch it up. Mm-hmm. And we will be talking about, in this order, Norse, uh, the underworld. We will talk, be talking about hell, like, in Norse mythology, hell, or a.k.a. Helheim, mm-hmm. and also Valhalla. So, ten, so I guess you'd call it heaven and hell if you mm. want to be like, if you want to like get into Christianity and all that, whatever. But yeah, the Norse equivalent of that. We'll be talking about Egypt, Egyptian mythology and about the underworld and also the Duat. I'll be talking about that because I also want to get into that and like what that means. I don't even know what that is. And yeah. <laughs> and then I believe there's one more. Oh, yeah, we'll probably talk about all the death gods in like the final week of October. And like talk about every single death guy and kind of like see oh what are this what are the similarities what are the differences and what mm-hmm. truly is the scariest and most powerful death god out of all of these mm-hmm. and um if we think about it maybe if james doesn't have another um pantheon that he wants to talk about um we might bring another person that we know very close well not very close but we know we might bring a friend up here again, <clears throat> again, <clears throat> again, you know, you know what I mean by again, right, James? Yes, 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 yes. But we might bring another person up here to talk about something, to tell us, actually, to tell us a story about another Pantheon underworld. And that'll be great, because me and James will be the one listening. That'll be awesome. Exactly. We enjoyed having this certain somebody. Yeah, we were having guests. We yeah, and that was so far, even though it was our only one, that was my favorite. I'm excited to plan something that I've been thinking about, and I've already talked about this, I'm pretty sure, but 
I'm excited to have a season or a month where we strictly have only interviews where we maybe have for like four interviews every well every Thursday that is in that month we have an interview which which is going to be tough though James it's going to be tough to find someone for each Thursday Yeah that is true but but it will it'll work we'll yeah, figure we'll do it, it out Yeah but I'm excited for that we love having people on here and if we can't find another pantheon to talk about another pantheon underworld to talk about we will bring our dear friend up here and he'll tell us something that we don't know yeah especially because he is into demonology yeah. yep demonology yeah, so shout out to i guess we should yep shout out to yeah. mythology manifest so yeah mythology manifest also uh thank you we hit 50 viewers yay yes that too yeah 50 thank viewers you guys so much for yes. listening to our podcast shout out to everybody who promoted and like also just listen thank you so much uh follow our twitter at debate the pantheons or at capital d capital p a n t h e o n s uh yeah and our facebook as well it's the same thing and yeah again thank you so much for 30 for 50 viewers it has been we hope to make it 100 one day yeah uh what was i about to say um i was about to say something I don't know. I was about to say share the podcast with share the your podcast. friend, yes, and family. Definitely and share the podcast again. We apologize for a semi-short, kind of less energy episode. We were, we tried. We we're trying to we like stay more hyped up. Our throats also kind of hurt too because we were talking a lot. So yeah, yeah. And anyone, as we get more followers, people start to listen to us. Oh, and I, all right, I just it just clicked in my head. But anyone who's listening to us, um. Uh, please, on Twitter, whatever our or whatever social media we have that you are more fluent with, tell us what you want. Tell us what we could fix. Just feedback in general would be great. And we, I, I apologize for um a little bit of delay and the schedule being shifted around from the interview. And I think because we didn't have did did we put an episode out last Thursday? No, we needed a, sorry, we needed, like, kind of a break. Yeah. Uh, we had, like, school stuff as well that was going on. So, we just kind of, we needed that, like, time to get back on schedule. But we are back on schedule, so everything will be coming out every Thursday, so. Yeah. We are back I just wanted to apologize for that because we had to make sure we had, we did it back on the next Thursday because if if we missed one Thursday, we have to wait until the next Thursday. But that's what I'm sorry for. I, I apologize. Yeah, we want I don't to stay like when consistent that for you guys. Yeah, we want to stay very consistent. So yeah, uh, sorry for the short episode, but I hope you guys did like it. I hope you guys <laughs> learned more about Dionysus. We will be probably posting more Dionysus me- Di- Dionysus memes on our Twitter. To, like, yes, you know, kind that of, will be our you know our little our gift to you guys, our gift and our <laughs> our apology for making a little bit of a short episode. It's forty seven minutes now. Yeah, this so, is probably one of our shorter ones. Yeah, so definitely. sorry about that. Um, but we, yes, next episode will be way better. That is for sure. The talk of the first week of October. So be excited for that one. Our new music. Tristan might get a voice changer and start doing a creepy oh, intro. So yeah, we will be a little creepier. So yeah. Yes, definitely. I'm excited for that. I've been excited ever since we started this. Just oh, the the underworld. 
That yeah, is you awesome. guys are about to be in for a ride. It's to die for. Haha. Ha. Okay. Let's end this. Com- <laughs> let's end this. All right. Yeah. Sleep. James is tired. He got to get some sleep, and I have a trip that I'm going to this weekend. So, um, I will do the outro. Are you ready for this, James? Finally. Yes, sir. So. Oh God! I gotta catch it. Okay. Um. This has been debate the pantheons with Tristan and James. If any of you who are listening to this episode have sneezed, God bless you. If you are listening to this in the middle of the night, you got to go get some sleep because you cannot be waking up in the morning feeling groggy because that is not you. You got to get your full eight hours of sleep. So if you have also, if you're also listening to this in the afternoon, good afternoon. I hope your day is going swell. Uh, If you have just woken up, and you decided to listen to Debate the Pantheons, thank you. Give us a follow and shout us out, you know, give a little share. Um, good morning to you. And this has been the Dionysus episode. And it has been Debate the Pantheons. And it is late. We're going to go to bed. See you later, everyone. <laughs>